because I was Agreed. just like, I mean, I Agreed. still played a ridiculous amount of hours in that game, but mm. the fact that I could be like a swords person, but also suddenly be able to level up. Yeah. Yeah, you like spell casting and bowing and two handed. It was like, mate, like I, I just want to. Pick a, lane. A pick a lane. Yeah, pick a lane. Pick a lane. Pick a lane. Yeah, when you play in D and D, you're not doing everything, are you? That, you're doing that, one I, thing. I think that's the that thing. Is it. It's not choose your own adventure when you're choosing all of the adventures. Oh yeah. my! Now that is the sound. Oh, there of the it podcast. is. <laughs> there it is. Sound bite for the start and cue titles. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, would definitely use it now. You are listening to Rules of Play, a game development podcast for anyone wanting industry insight, deep dives on games and just casual conversation. Anywhere in the, anywhere from the next 10 seconds, we will begin. The first anywhere, we're going to start anytime <laughs> soon. It's going to be in, possibly in the next few seconds. Maybe it's started now. Who knows? Starting now. No, we've okay. not started now, have we? Okay. <laughs> we? Hey, mate, we've been, we've been started for 17 minutes. That's true. That's I think true. we're starting now. Genuinely, how, how is everyone here? Yeah, I'm all right. As good as I can be with, you know, during the pandemic times that we live in. I'm all right. Had yeah. some uh, interesting issues today, but um, keeps on going. That's what it's all about. As always, Adam. Yeah, I'm all right. Yeah, just glad to be back in the office. You jammy bastards. Can't believe that. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not happy with these at all. With that, <laughs> he's managed he's to get back happy. into the office. I know. I'm staying at home for a bit. Like I'm. I'm doing okay. Working from home actually. It's been a. It's been. An, it's been weird. I went back into the office like, uh, just before Christmas, and I was not great when I went back in. But since mm. like after Christmas, I've been absolutely fine. It's been weird. I don't know why. I don't know what's different about this lockdown compared to the last one. I, I Maybe it's not well, it's. I mean, there's like a light at the end of the tunnel, right? Like it's. It feels like we're. Mm kind of moving out from it i mean yeah, i'm still i'm still the most pessimistic guy in the world i still think we won't have a lockdown for and all that i'm i'm so deep in the trench of just nah they've done it once to do it before but fuck mm. it let's see what happens I, mean, I was along the lanes uh, along the same lines i found uh this december what, january one a lot easier this work from home stint a lot easier than mm. the first or the second one really um mm the new flat or just because it's the new year or whatever but um maybe yeah easier this time than it was it's quite odd. i mean i've been talking to a few people about and for for a few people they said that this one's been the worst like with like the yeah yeah, the third one um i don't know if it's just a case of you know the whole the old game design ruler three (laughs) and it's just it's (laughs) it just started playing on people's mind a bit like oh no (laughs) like is it just going to be three or is it going to be more but yeah i've heard of a few people um yeah this one's been quite rough but hey ho the pubs are open now so well that's true i'm i'm mildly happy (laughs) everything makes it a lot easier have you guys found yourself more productive or or much less from home because i've heard like conflicting arguments and i would say some some days I'm much less. Some days I'm much more. It's really weird. Like, I'm about to say, mine's quite fluctuating. Yeah, mine, mine really does depend. Um, I'd say probably less though on like a day-to-day basis. But if there's, I don't know, you can kind of you can kind of gear your own time a little bit better, right? It's kind of like the the double-edged sword of working from home. You're kind of always available to do work. It kind of sucks at the same time. But yeah. if you are really into something and you want to get it done, you'll just do it because you you're not going to go home. Like you just you're there. Your workstation's yeah. there, ready to go. So, 
Yeah, but I'd say I'd, I'd probably say mostly it's yeah, it's probably been way lower than normal my productivity. Same. Well, actually, that's all right. That was quite the pause. <laughs> I was say, like, I, I, you leant forward. I thought you were going to say something. I was like, wait for it. I'm going to introduce. Well, I guess that's a good a good time to introduce ourselves into the start of all of this podcast. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm just going to pick my use at random. Tom, you can go first. Oh, good. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Are you awkward? You put me on the spot now. Uh, <laughs> I'm uh, a senior game designer at uh, Supermassive Games. Recent. As of as of recording <laughs> this, I have I have become senior today. So, if yeah, anyone I'm sees this from my work, I definitely know what I'm doing and will continue to do a great job. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. You know, I'm a boss. I appreciate it. I'm not. I'm not. No, I'm not your boss. We work di- on different games. We're doing different things. I'm not your boss. But can we? Can we end this meme before it starts? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is going to be in every episode now. For real? <laughs> uh, yeah, but that's me. That's me. I um, I don't know how deep we want to go into it, but uh, that's me I now. Just, I think it's fine. We'll go through and do a quick intro. So I'm. Yep. I, my name is Matt. Uh, I am a game designer also. Um that's, yeah, I don't have a meme around mine, so that's just... <laughs> we can make one. We'll find yeah, out the size of his hands. Do not put them on camera. <laughs> We're not bringing this into here. <laughs> um, right, you can go first then, Adam. First, third. Third. I said, my name is Adam. I'm also a game designer at Supermassive Games. So, no, um, I'm, yeah, and I'm the odd one out because I'm, I'm not a super massive game. I did used to be, but um, I'm a game designer at uh, TT Games or Traveller's Tales, as I do hear it called now and then, but very rarely. Do you know the release date for Lego Star Wars yet? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Is it? Are you guys officially called TT, or is it? Because you used to be called Traveller's Tales. The actual, right? yeah. So the actual name is Traveller's Tales, but I think. I think it is just TT now. I mean, I'm, I'm saying this. Someone's obviously going to attack me for this online because I've got it wrong about my own company, but I'm pretty sure it is just TT, like TT Games. But I can't believe our podcast is going to be cancelled before it starts. Oh, totally, man. <laughs> just you wait. Sorry, Adam, go. Nothing. The logo, wasn't it? This weird ferret thing. I think that's... Yeah, it was like a little, yeah, like a little ferrety, almost like Sly Cooper-looking geezer, like sat on like a the old DreamWorks moon. Yeah, like the, the hobo. <laughs> Sat- yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, all, it, is it me yeah. or do we just like have we strayed away from like cool looking logos with like game dev studios? Oh, for real. Everything, I, it's kind of like that Silicon Valley like trendy yeah. stuff Over now, right? Like it's, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but most recent is Poobisoft. You can't complain at Poobisoft. Oh, yeah. I forgot <laughs> about that. Yeah. Poobisoft? <laughs> what? Yeah, there's, there's your like Digimon ago. Poo, wasn't there? Only like a few years ago, they did a rebrand in the logo and everyone said it mm. looked like a poo. <laughs> I, 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 I must have missed that one. Didn't they, didn't they make like weird like plushes of them? Or something. Because yeah, someone, like, someone did like a three D render of it. Yeah, it was it? Maybe it was that I was thinking of. Yeah, that was pretty. You great. can't market it somehow. <laughs> well, you know, we've introduced who we are and what we do. I guess we do the the backstory bit. Oh, we're doing our origin stories. We're doing yes, our origin is, stories. This oh, so it is indeed called Beginnings. Oh, shit. Origin story time. Who's going first? Um, 
Well, we'll do. Well, I can go first, I guess. Yeah, go for it. Um, well, I guess we'll do our origins and also favorite games and stuff. Um, I mean, mine's is quite simple, really. I, I've been playing games all my life with my brother and stuff. So, and then I didn't actually realize I wanted to go into games for quite a while. Like I originally. I've always been art and like entertainment instead of intellectual stuff because my brother was too smart at that. So I decided to do the art version of it. Um, and then I was in college doing like film and stuff. And then I got like halfway through, I was in the final year. And then I was like, uh, I, I just want to do something that I know I want to do. And then I just decided to apply to a games course. Um, around uh, Guildford, actually, in Farnham, uh, of, like, a tiny uni of, like, 2,000 people, um, which is ridiculous. Like, it was smaller than my high school. But it was great. Um, so, like, I did that. Uh, and I originally went in wanting to do concept art. Um, so I went into that and then very, very quickly realized I was not good enough to be doing concept art for games. Um, you go into, like, the lesson with all the computer banks, I'm like, oh, I've only been drawing on paper this whole time. Everyone's, <laughs> everyone's got Wacom tablets and things. Yeah. And I don't know what were they doing. like? Were they like, get out your tablet and you're like, I, I don't have any. Do Paracetamol? Like, what's like that? Like, they, they, I had to get one for college anyway. So I, but I just, I never used it for drawing. I always just used it for because um, we were doing flash animations and stuff at some point in college. Um, but yeah, so when we were, when I finished first year, they made us uh, like, well, during first year we did different, we did all things of so 3D programming, which was part of the game design and programming was all in one thing because it was uh, basically like learning Unity um, mm. and then 2D. So when I was doing those, that's when I realized, oh, I like, I really like doing this design part of it. And then in second year we specialized. Um, and that's when I uh, moved on. So I had a gap uh, of like eight months or so from leaving uni until I got a job at Supermassive, uh, which I've now been there three years in July. The date always escapes me, but I started the same day as Adam, so you can you'll tell us I, that. I, but, I always forget you two started at the same time. Yeah, yeah. And they didn't talk to each other for three months. Uh, <laughs> no, we worked it out. We worked out. It was like, it must have been, like I think it was like a month and a half before Mark invited me to the pub. Yeah, and that's that yeah. photo of me looking so young. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird to think back of that. Does that mean that we might be able to recreate that? Um, was it, I think it was someone from CD Projekt Red and it was like three screenshots of in between like Witcher 2 development, Witcher 3, and then the Cyberpunk <laughs> yeah. one. And he just looks like he's been aged like 80 years. <laughs> oh my God. Probably, you, you, I was going to say, you showed us a picture of yourself the other day when we were out, and you look like a different person. You look like a like scraggly old hobo wizard. Like <laughs> I'd, ne- I'd oh, never yeah, see. I first lockdown. Do you remember? Yeah. It was the first lockdown, and well, you looked so different. But that's because we all agree to never cut like any of our facial hair or hair in any way. So we ended up just looking yeah, like that's a true. Bunch I did. Of, like, yeah. Gandalf wannabes. I looked awful because I don't get any hair, so I just had like an Amish beard. It was terrible. <laughs> it was terrible, honestly. Um, but yeah, so I've been here yeah, three, years, three years now uh, as a game designer, uh, and I worked on Dark Pictures, Man of Medan, and Little Hope. Uh, that's me. I'll do favorite games, I guess, after this lot, so I'll pass it yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. 
Adam, do you want to take it? It kind of leads nicely into yeah. you since you started yeah, the uh, same day as so, I uh, avoid like playing games uh, as long as I can remember. The first game I ever played, I think, was Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, nice. Like four years old. Um, I always just loved playing games. Um, I never really knew what I wanted to do until my last year of high school. Um, and then I remember I just saw a college course that did game design at Wakefield, and I was like, I'm going to do that. I like video games. I'll. Uh, <laughs> and I kind of, it was kind of more of like a Photoshop based course and flash and stuff, but kind of give me a bit of that bug. And then uh, studied at uni, game design, T side. T, T, T side is. UTB. <laughs> like, yeah, just studied it three years. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, and then applied for a job at Supermassive and started a month after my graduation. Lovely stuff. All yeah, newbies. Same day as Matt. Twenty third of July. Twenty third. Twenty third. There you go. At least someone remembers. It's like a relationship, you two. I'm gonna say, yeah. I never remember the anniversary. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember we'll we'll sat next remember. to each other on the sofa. They're no longer super massive. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So um. You know. I won't. Yeah. I. I. Kind of similar of a weird fusion story of Matt and Adam there. Of I didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, until like that kind of past couple of years of high school was like ending. Like you got pick, you, you, you had to kind of choose your options. Like year nine was it? I think is it year nine? You have to pick your options. Yeah, um, you pick different topics. Yeah, so I tried to like, like gear my choices there to like I, I want to do some RE, and as long as I'm like making things, then I'll be happy. Cause it's just something I've always done. Um, finished then at school. Uh, was obsessed with the behind the scenes stuff of like Halo two and three. And that was like, I need to make games. I don't know how I need, to, I don't know how I get there, but I want to make games someday. I just don't know how, how it's ever going to happen. Uh, started looking around like six forms and colleges all over the Northeast. None of them were like speaking to me of like, these aren't going to give me skills. Where I want to, where I want to be. Must've looked around my eighth college and it was the one right in my hometown. Uh, it was like a, like a, like a tech college. And I was like, I'll look around it, but it's, it's going to be a, a complete like, wasted trip. And just as I was like giving up hope, I was like walking through. I took a shortcut through a building with my parents, and there was just loads of monitors everywhere, and it was like three D models. I think it was like, I'm sure it was like the power armor from Fallout Three or something. I was like a three D model, and I was like, oh my god, that's video game stuff. That looks sick. <laughs> and I was like, oh my god, like this is this is banging. Like I remember, I've seen, I've seen this software, this wizardry software on those behind the scenes videos, and there was just this um, guy there who ended up being my college tutor. Shout out to Matthew. Yeah, shout out to Matthew McGlory. And yeah, that was my college experience then. So I did two years on the course. It was a bit of like a mixed bag, kind of what you said before, Matt, with yours, when it was like, do a bit of everything. So we were doing like little bits of concept art, little bits of like game design stuff, and then even things like stop motion animation. Um, So it was like a mixed bag of just go make shit, um, which was cool. And then went, like Adam went to Teesside Uni, I did a year of that, changed courses to graphic design for a year because of reasons that I'll get into on another podcast, I'm sure. <laughs> um, came back onto the game design course, finished up in 2016, 2016, yeah, and then moved. I had a friend who was in QA at TT at the time, and... I was like, I just need some kind of job in the industry for the time being. I'll worry about an actual, you know, sorting 
like a design went out down the line. But I was like, that's what I want to get in the industry. So I did that. Was there for like two months, I think, maybe two, three months. And there was like an internal like design secondment. Um, and I just applied for that and somehow got that. And yeah, the rest has been history. Um, yeah. And it was, I was at TT then. Obviously, I had a year down at Suit Massive with these three. Um, but then I kind well, of. Had me, a... I wasn't. Oh well, yeah! Oh my god! Yeah, we've never worked. We've never yeah. worked with each other. That's we've never worked with each other. Tom. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> I forgot about that. Um, yeah, there you go, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then I yeah I had a, a bit of an offer I couldn't really refuse at TT, so I was like, yeah, I'll come back. Um, yeah, that's that's been me up to now. So it's been like almost five years in the industry, which is kind of scary. Yeah, <laughs> it's so interesting. You say the. Uh... This is where this is the the smoothest of transitions into my story. Oh, it's we, so interesting we love a segue that you say the um, about the behind the scenes stuff because that's the moment that I knew as well. Mm. And I remember I can pinpoint the exact moment that I knew I wanted to get into games. I was watching a behind the scenes documentary on um, not Fallout on Elder Scrolls Oblivion. Oh, nice! And it was with Todd Howard, and I was watching mm. Todd Howard talk about the game, and I was like, I need to, I, I have, to. Like, <laughs> I want to do what he's doing. Yeah. Then realizing the that he is, he is the director. Well. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And then realizing that he is the director, and I'm like, oh well, I'm not going to get there anytime soon. <laughs> but we'll see. I was like, I have to do something that he's doing. So I, I shoot I, for the stars. Um, yeah. So I, I was looking around for game design courses all over Manchester and everything, and I found one at um, FutureWorks, which is similar to Matt. So this is where like the fusion of all kind of all three comes in. Is that mm. uh, it was a really small college, and it was only like. 1,000 to 2,000 pupils, like um, students in all sorts of uh, different types of media stuff. Yeah. So I did that for, I don't need to go into all that. It was very similar in the fact that we did all sorts of stuff and then specialized, blah, blah, blah. Um, but then after that is um, we left and immediately set up our own indie studio. And this is where my difference from, from you guys, I guess, is that we joined um, myself and... Um, a few of the people uh, jo- um, entered a competition called Transfuser, which is run by the UK Games Fund. Um, and it's for graduates to make a game in 10 weeks and then showcase it at EGX. So we were like fresh out of uni, showcasing a game that we made in 10 weeks, which was janky as fuck <laughs> at EGX <laughs> to people. And then we had to pitch for that, having never pitched for anything in our lives. And we somehow won it. <laughs> we won that and got £25,000 um, from the UK Games Fund to set up our studio. Uh, we set that up in 20... What year are we on now? 2016, end of 2016, we set that up. Um, and we did that for a couple of years. Uh, we were making the game in the background while doing all sorts of outsource work and things like that. Um, and then it got to a point where it was about two months near, uh, two months before we we split. We realised that we we were so fresh to this industry that we didn't actually know it. We didn't know anything about mm. it. We just went in, and the fact that we managed to even survive for a year and a half, two years was 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 great. Um, was sheer in a lot of ways was sheer luck. Um, yeah. But uh, we decided let's go out and let's get our experience, and that's when. Uh, I joined Supermassive, and uh, the rest is history. Yeah, I guess. And then, and then, as of today, has been promoted to senior designer. Just thought I'd slip that in there again. <clears throat> Get in. Congratulations again. Um, yes. I mean, we're actually as much as 
we're not so divided across the disciplines in the industry. We have sort of done all of the different entry points, really. Um, yeah, that was about to say. Like, it's it's really interesting to see. You know, I Adam pretty much went straight in, like finishing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, got, went straight in. Yours was what? So was it? it mine was it, like eight months or so. Eight months. Like, yeah. I, I, which, I had, I had which is common though. It's I'm common though mine, that. I think the long delay is normally quite common. It is, yeah. Like the the the, the kind of finishing uni and being shit. Like there isn't a job waiting for me. Hits people very very late into oh, there mean, being at uni time and it's like oh fuck yeah there's yeah. a thousand people applying for these jobs like yeah, yeah. all of the people Christ. that you're at uni with they're also applying for exactly them. yeah, and yeah. And even even like the different the different entry that i did it was it was still the same feeling that we had because we didn't enter this until i think it was like a, literally a month before we graduated we decided to enter it right. so the time before then the last like few months of it we were in the same boat we were like but shit we need to we need to start um looking for places i applied for yeah. like ubisoft in like um in berlin and places like that all these different places everywhere obviously didn't yeah, get same. It, but... i mean i think that's <laughs> you i mean if you, if you are like graduating or a or going to graduate or something and listening to this i would say don't be unsurprised if you do have to do a grind i'm sure we will do oh. a whole episode on how to get into yeah, games for real. And stuff. yeah but mm-hmm. yeah. yeah like I, I was there for eight months applying Mm-hmm. three days a week working three days a week in hmv and then i would work four days a week on portfolio stuff so yeah um, i think there's only a couple of people in my year that were like so shit hot that i think they had like jobs lined up for oh there's there's there, there's always a handful isn't there yeah. like just yeah. absolute wizards like oh my yeah. god like like but in, in my experience as well they're always the most like humble people and they're most like Oh, I don't know if I'll do if I'm good enough yet. It's like, are you serious? <laughs> like, it was it was so funny. There's uh, the the year previous to mine at FutureWorks, or the couple of years previous to mine, um, there was a a concept artist in there called Bo Lamb. Shout out to Bo, um, and he went on to join Hello Games and develop No Man's Sky, and is amazing, like, and was the concept artist that, and I'm like. And he was like a success story that we were told at uni. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, how the hell are we, am I ever gonna like <laughs> yeah. get to this point? I'm so but glad. So yeah, I'm so it, glad you've said that about what you said there about those success stories because like I feel like, and this might just be my experience. So I'm I'm, I'm well, you know, I'm, I I don't want to speak for anyone, but I felt that there was a certain success stories that our uni always kind of like wheeled out. Again, and it was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you know so and so? Like, you went to T side, you know. And it was like, do you know the guy? <laughs> do you know the guy who designed the the uh, uh, Batmobile in Batman Begins? He went to T side, you know. And it was like, <laughs> right, we get it. This is the 18th time I've heard this. Well, like, yeah, yeah. Our, our uni had the same thing, and and they always show you like the portfolios and stuff, and all that yeah. stuff that they had when they graduated and things. It's like. I can't do that. Like, yeah, yeah. You look at it going. Like there's no way I'm going to ten years. These and people not, are doing this. Like, not to like stroke your ego, Jack, but like whenever there was like, we're going to show off some previous years' works for design. You, you, yours was always one that got shown. Oh, the hey, old journeyman one. Yeah, they yeah, that one got shown. They up. they loved wheeling it out. And kind of what we're saying before about them being those like five whiz kids. The reason yeah. why our game got the kind of like. I don't know, like, just at the time the attention it got was because we were the last year to use UDK. Like, we should have been using UE4, but 
for whatever reasons we didn't use it we had to use UD, udk and our artist was like knocking out like full like pbr pipeline art and getting it working in udk with all these incredible like watershed stuff that you just made like like the brilliant like level designers toolkit of go and make whatever you need to do with these building bits now and he just gave us everything we needed and like it's so weird no like looking back now and remembering that i mean i've been using ue4 since when like 20 2014 2015 and like we weren't even using it then but mm-hmm. like you look at it you look at projects and it's like but yeah like that looks that looks that looks all right <laughs> that ain't bad I was going to say, did you guys have like an, an end of year like award things or anything like that that you, you had for? A- no. We didn't have like awards no, for the game. What well, we didn't have awards particularly for the games that were released. We did do like uh, an EGX mini EGX show because like my university was a was an art uni, right? It did like yeah. fine art and mm-hmm. um, and performance and film and stuff. So we had like an exposition expedition. Ugh, can't even talk about it. We did mm-hmm. a show uh, in a gallery, and we each each game you had to make like a vertical slice game, and then we did. Um, yeah, they were all plugged into these like custom arcade machines that were like a PC built into an arcade machine. Oh, that's cool. cool. That's cool. That is cool. That's cool. And the only reason, well, I feel bad now because no one had awards. I was like, the only reason I asked is because I won too. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> now that that was yeah, that was awkward when you all said no. I was like, I don't know if I should bring this up then. <laughs> when I say I, I, w- I won one, and the team I was in who set up the studio won the second one. Mm-hmm. So I didn't win the second one. We won the second one. You know who you are. Teamwork. <laughs> the team. The team won the second one. But that was that was like really interesting to see because like um it got to showcase like all of the work that went into the entire year. And although you're working with, um, you're, you're working with the class, obviously the game design class that was our one. Mm. The good thing about that award ceremony was you got to see everyone else's like from the audio department, from the visual effects department for all this stuff. And it was, it was something that we, we really look forward to like uh, yeah. to see um, to showcase cool. everyone's and, and some of the people who have uh, graduated from there now have like, gone on to work with like you know bbc and sky sports and all these huge yeah, things yeah, yeah. or like all that the huge companies like ubisoft or um and, and well supermassive for one like like mm-hmm. you know there's loads of loads of people from That's my cool. uni at supermassive so we, we didn't have an awards and we just had a we just had a showcase every, i think every year oh expertise expert it wasn't like an awards thing though it was just yeah, a, like a showcase on it where like industry they would invite industry mm-hmm. to yeah. come around and look at final year projects and stuff. People got jobs off the back of it. People got yeah. contacts. It was alright. It was it it was okay. I thought it got bigged up a lot. Um, yeah. from being brutally honest, like it was it was still good to be to be a part of it for sure. But yeah, I, I felt like it was oh because people from the industry coming in and it was like oh awesome who's gonna who are they gonna get they're gonna get someone from Ubisoft Reflections that's just down the road <laughs> and it was like here's John from Skybet. Like, <laughs> why? <laughs> like, I mean, as was so like, we were told to print I don't out, care. Like, <laughs> I had like a stack of business cards that mm, I like, yeah. put mm. out on the arcade machines and stuff. I had to yeah. stand there for four hours. Yeah, that's that's what those events were, weren't they? Like, I remember for yeah. the my, my FYP, um, I got um, like a composer. He did like all the music for it. And we ended up like releasing it on like Bandcamp at one point, 
And I just had like auto generated Bandcamp codes just like on my desk next to business cards. Like, do you want a free EP? Like, there you go. <laughs> like, <laughs> get, a, get an EP down your neck. <laughs> Those are our origin stories. I think, you know, it's fairly obvious why we're doing a dev and design orientated podcast uh, coming from this, but Mm -hmm. I'm going to do, I teased it before, but we're going to do our favorite games. I've done top three. I've been thinking about this for a long time. Christ. I don't know if I've done top top five games and it's almost impossible, but... I don't want to put stuff at, like in a list of like what I can. Well, oh, mine's not like one. number one, number two, and number three. It's just like three most influential. Oh, uh, God, well, even, I even harder. Influential games uh-huh. because that's saying most influential games on yourself is even harder. No, I mean, I'll, I'll go first. Maybe it'll make it easier for, okay. go on, then, for you guys. So the top the three that I've got is like. My favorite games, but obviously this isn't, and I'm not going to sit here and say the only these three games are my favorite games of all time. But I'm just going to go with the list that I've made, which is uh, the new God of War. Uh, so 2018 God of War. I just happy birthday, by the way. It's its birthday. Oh yeah, today. it is actually God of War day today. That was so planned. Oh, audio, audio users may not be able to see, but I'm pointing at my poster, <laughs> which is God of War. So yeah, I mean, that's Boy. that's the only like modern game that's in these three for me. Um, mm. it, was, oh, it was just blew me away. Yeah. Um, incredible. I'm not. I, no, we're going to do whole episodes on all these things. I'm not going to do much. Um, but yeah, we, should, we will definitely do one about God of War. Yeah, please. That, yes, well. exactly. That game. Yeah, I just. Uh, and then the whole. I mean, this will be another episode as well. We keep teasing episodes here, but like the whole, um, got to keep them hooked. How much information <laughs> they give about the actual development of that game and showing mm. the flaws of it and stuff is great. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I've got two more. So, Oblivion, Elder Scrolls, obviously, is possibly the only one that I've ever like slightly landed on as my favorite game of all time. Like <laughs> that game. I just played so much of that game early on and it was so good when it came out. And even better for me is now I just finished replaying it recently, actually. And, uh, it still holds up like, and it holds up in a way that it's like nostalgic fun, but it's also holds up in a way that it's kind of just bad. Like, I was about to say, like, I think, I think yeah. the funniest thing about Oblivion to me, and I, I'm, I'm with you, by the way, I, when I first played Oblivion, I loved it. Like it was it was my first proper time being like fully invested in like a Western RPG before. And I remember going back to it a couple of years ago and being like, oh my God, there's literally eight voice actors in this game, isn't there? Like, <laughs> yeah. every voice is just the same. It's like, oh my God, like, this is crazy. Like, how did this ever happen? But it kind of proves to me, like, when it, it is, it's probably not a thing you could get away with anymore, but when it came out at the time, you didn't need, you, I didn't notice yeah. that there was, there, there were I, all the voice actors. I, I probably didn't either. Like, no, I did. I all, definitely yeah. didn't. Yeah. No, because no I think, I, I think it did, you know, like just a really solid job of, you know, creating that perfect, like fantasy world where like, you know, everyone talks about the, the opening when you come out and you come out the sewer and it's bang, where do you want to go? And yeah. You don't. I mean, you, you can overlook true. all those little those little flaws, right? Because you just go in. Oh shit! Like, let's just go down this road then. I like. 
the amount of people you'll speak to who had like vastly different like like the first hour of the game like post the tutorial i mean like who had a completely different experience like my first time i went down i went down that bloody uh ruin like right in front yeah, yeah. and yeah, i was like yeah. well this must be where i need to go because it's right there in front of me and i went down as i was maybe like a four like maybe 12 13 year old i think I was at the time heard that awful ambient music you know the one in those ruins <laughs> and was like saw two skeletons I was like i'm fuck that i'm, I'm going like, <laughs> no way no way go to a headless zombie and you spend 20 minutes moving backwards yeah. and forwards trying yeah. to do this to I kill am, it yeah. I, am, yeah. I, I, I ran out of there went, went on the road found someone's farm started like stealing cabbages and was just like <laughs> please shelter like, I was like in skeletons like, over there yeah, like I was I was in like for that game man like it was yeah. it was great yeah Especially I mean yeah replaying it uh, like last month I mean, it's definitely got some flaws. I mean, the leveling system is just completely broken. But um, <laughs> I, I love it. To what do you What do you mean? I can yeah. obviously upgrade my athletics by standing and jumping constantly <laughs> all the time, and doing nothing else. It's also <laughs> the difficulty scaling from your levels, like. But yeah, and then yeah, uh, yeah. not to take up too much time with this. My last one is NFL Street on the GameCube, so nice. 2004. Oh, nice. Uh, I still have yet to make any of you three play this game, but. It is yeah. just, to, in my eyes, and I replay it literally every year at Christmas. Where I go back home, I get on the on the Wii actually because they could do GameCube yep. games mm-hmm. on that, and I just sit there and I spend like sixty hours just going <laughs> through the the challenge campaign in that game. And for me, it's just the pinnacle of sports games. Like, nice. It's it's realistic enough that you feel like you're playing the sport, but it also makes you feel like a superhero in the sport, and you get to do stupid shit. Like everyone, go like I don't play FIFA and stuff, but I play Madden occasionally. All of those games, you always talk about the moments where you're like, "Oh, and I did, the, I passed it to this guy, and then I did this, and then I did the trick shot, and it went in." You don't talk about how, "Oh, yeah, it's super realistic, and I passed it to this guy." Yeah, and yeah, uh-huh. him and he tackled it. No, you talk about the like the crazy moments, and that whole game is just styling on people and stuff. So it's great. Sick. So I absolutely love that game to pieces. Nice. That's a good one. That's a really good one. Like yeah. from a from a not just from a design perspective, but from a nostalgic value, I guess, for you for you personally mm. as well. Oh, yeah. Which is kind of what I get from the Oblivion one, is that when I go back and play that, it's more of a nostalgic value for, from it as well. I think that was the main thing why Oblivion has stuck with me. Um, well, and NFL Street. They're, both of them have a very large nostalgia factor for me, but I think they're good standalone games by themselves anyway. I think NFL Street yes, yes. holds better now than Oblivion mm. does. Mm, um, yeah. But Oblivion holds enough that I would happily like introduce it to someone our age and say, like, mm. just play. It. Like, I, I was just, I was game. just about to ask that. I was because it's obviously we're getting very close to Skyrim's ten year anniversary. Like, it's like six months away. Which is, that that plays my mind. Which oh is, my God, which is insane. insane, right? And I was about to say, do you think you could, if you were to go back in time and give introduce someone to Oblivion at the age they were introduced to Skyrim, they just stuck with it? Because like. My big complaint, yeah. I've, I've said to you a lot of time, with Skyrim was, and don't get me wrong, I know Oblivion was a diluted version of Morrowind, really, but like Skyrim was a very like streamlined, like mm, casual RPG, RPG, right? Exactly, yeah. yeah. So like, I don't know. I, I I think it may be a case of just whatever, like you say, if if uh, Oblivion is our game, right? And then Morrowind mm. is is not the generation before, but that kind of like yeah. older. And then yeah. Skyrim is that version of that. I think whichever yeah. one you grew up with, and that, you have yeah, that's it, it, isn't it? I think because mm. I don't get the same feelings I do when I play Skyrim 
or when yeah, I me played too. Skyrim for the first time yes. that I did with Oblivion. And this, but also the same as if I go back and play Morrowind, it's the exact same. I don't get the. I enjoy it. Don't get me wrong, but I don't get the same feeling that I yeah. do you, you when I played Oblivion. You can't deny Skyrim's trailer is one of the was, best game trailers. Yeah, actually, yeah. Released. If we're talking about game like, trailers, and things, you're about yeah. like like the OG one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah like that, the dragon I, comes I, in out of nowhere, and that then was like the music. that was like halfway through. I think it was halfway through my first year at college. I think. And we had we had these conversations like, oh yeah, like well I really like Oblivion. I was like, yeah, like Oblivion, oh, mate, what's your favorite quest? And like when that trailer dropped, we were all at uni, and we all were just like headphones in, like, when is this out? Like, oh my god, <laughs> this oh is my insane. god, like this it's has to all... be the best game I've yeah. ever seen. And that, I think that was it, right? I think it had to be the best thing ever because it's the follow up to Oblivion. I mean, you and can't... when it falls short, the marking, you know. A, a, quite a few areas for me it was like well, ah. yeah. but it it, 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 was, it was just never going to be oblivion again right like it just I mean, it, for me it, it could, no, not for not for it. us anyway exactly it, that's it, what it, I mean, brought, yeah. it brought the world of rpg games to a whole like the the widest audience has ever seen oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah but yeah, for me objectively the fact, that, yeah. the fact that you can do everything in that game kind of like ruined it a bit for me because i was Agreed. just like i mean i still Agreed. played a ridiculous amount of hours in that game but the hmm. fact that I could be like a swords person, but also suddenly be able to level up. Yeah. Yeah, you like spell casting and bowing and two handed. It was like, mate, like I, I just want to pick a lane. A pick a lane. Yeah, pick a lane. Pick, pick a lane. <laughs> pick a lane. Yeah, just, when you're playing D and D, you're not doing everything, are you? You're that, doing that, one that, thing. I think that's the that thing. Is it. It's not choose your own adventure when you're choosing all of the adventures. Oh yeah. my! Now that is the sound oh, of the there podcast. It <laughs> there it is. Sound bite for the start. And Q titles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're definitely using that. Yeah, that's um, it. That is lovely. So, so I mean, mark that time. Who, 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 uh, yeah, who wants to go is. next? Who wants to go next? I think uh, Tom should, because Tom, Tom has the... He's already mentioned about uh, uh, Elder Scrolls and stuff like that. So, might, might Yeah, uh, right. So, um, favourite games of all time... Oh, man, it's a, hard, it's a really hard one. Um, I would definitely say... Shrek Smash and Cross Racing is up there. Um, <laughs> no, 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 me. Your, your um, face didn't change for so long that I was like, oh my god, he's serious. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I was like searching during Matt's for the for the most ridiculous one I could think of. Um, genuinely, like, one of my... Yeah, cooking mama, yeah, well. I mean, that's actually a good... Anyway. Yeah, good. <laughs> um, I would say uh, one of my favourite games of all time is definitely Bloodborne. I would definitely say Bloodborne is probably one of my favorite games ever um, yes. because it. So I would consider, and this is why I asked initially about influential versus favorite. Mm. Dark Souls for me is one of my most influential games, whereas Bloodborne is one of my favorite games. Mm. And for me, Dark Souls brought about a new genre completely, completely, you know, brought about everything new not just in in the gamers games industry as a consumer but also as as a designer and developer like for how we can do that stuff um bloodborne for me took that yeah and perfected it yeah like it it is it is so good and i cannot describe the feeling of when i first played it in the same way that i can't describe it the same feeling that i got for Elder Scrolls, and I would yeah. consider um, Oblivion to also be one of my favorite games of all time. Mm. Hence, why I talked about it so much when you were talking about it, Matt. Yeah. Um, well, I, I literally said it was it was the reason I got into. I can literally pinpoint that game as the reason I got into the games industry. Mm. But to talk about a different one, go back to Bloodborne. Mm-hmm. Um, 
everything about that game just hooked me from the first moment I played it. From the the first time you wake up in that um, in that doctor's room yeah, and you clinic, get your ass yeah. absolutely handed to you by the werewolf, mm-hmm. and then you wake up in this like dream world and you're like, "What the hell is going on?" Is like, I was hooked completely, and you, you get given these weird weapons that like transform into different stuff, and then there are so many layers to that game that you keep you keep uncovering and to this day i still play it again and keep being like oh wait if i yeah if i combine Mm. this thing with that and then that makes this boss easier and i still Mm -hmm. struggle with so many bosses like i've never had an experience like defeating the orphan of costs from the Mm. dlc i'll never experience anything like that again because it took me i genuinely think about 10 hours to try and do that to try and do that boss fight Mm. by myself and you are never get anything close Mm -hmm. to that you Again, are like same. like so like so right though about the like Dark Souls being that game that was like here game industry here's the new thing, yeah. and I think like obviously like the original Demon Souls before it, but that kind of like had a splash, and it didn't it didn't find that mainstream like yeah. like, well, like I don't even think it got mainstream until the second one. Yeah. So this is what I was about to say. Like Dark Souls came out and it was like it made a bigger splash and it was it was obviously huge, but it still wasn't like how, how... oh. I need to play this How game. How did you all like get into Dark Souls? Like, my, mine was Dark Souls too. Mine was like, um, my, we we I saw a load of stuff from Dark Souls, didn't really understand it and stuff. And then um, who was I watching? I was Man vs. Game, and I saw the trailer come out, and the trailer was like, I mean, I love old knights and sword and fantasy stuff anyway. So when the trailer comes out and it's got the the guy in like the cape and all of that stuff, I was like, this is sick. I have to play this game. Yeah. Um, so I actually started playing on Dark Souls 2. Um, and the, f- the first run of that, like, full playthrough of that game, I did, like, fully couch co-op with my brother. Like, awesome. You, um, when you die, obviously, because normally, it's if you die, you pass the controller. But because you die so many times, we had to, like, make up <laughs> so yeah. if you die yeah. you pass the controller unless if you have too shorter amount of play time <laughs> uh, and if you're a boss fight you get like five attempts before you pass the controller the, nice. the fact that you were able to add house rules to a game like that is is, 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 just, is it's so yeah. good like it's another level yeah. of all so you were just kind of all the way back then. Teasing <laughs> yeah. another episode, yeah. but we've got to do a whole episode on Counter-Cut because I'm obsessed with it. Because of yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. the way I used to, to get into it. So my mind, I was aware of, you know, I, I remember playing Demon. I think it was Demon's Souls. I played it at EGX one year. Or maybe it was Dark Souls. It was Dark Souls, I think. I played it at EGX, and I was like, this is solid. What the fuck is this game? And I was like, don't know. It's obviously not for me. This is, like, really sweaty stuff. No. <laughs> Yeah. And so I kind of, you know, was aware of Dark Souls as a thing, and I, I was aware of it building up its like, infamy. Oh, it's dead hard. And I was like, all right, cool, like, nice one. And I kind of watched it from a distance. And it wasn't, I didn't get into the Souls, like, Born stuff until Blood Bomb. And that was the one when I was like, shit, like, yeah, like, Fantasy Knights and Dragons are cool, but you no, know, it's cooler, like, horrendous, like, horrendous cosmic horror. And I can walk around and yeah. be Victorian, get up and kill yeah. werewolves. I'm like, that's my jam. And I was like, mm-hmm. I'm going to give this a go. And I was listening to a podcast. I think it was like, might be like the Giant Bomb podcast or something. Or maybe like a, a Kataki one at the time. And it was like the first month Bloodborne had been out. And in between episodes, they were trying to convince one of their, like, you know, put on the podcast or one of their friends to play it. And he bounced straight off Bloodborne. 
And he was like, no, nah, I'm done with it. It's not for me. And I was like, shit, that was me at EGX with Dark Souls. And then I put a couple of, uh, like maybe episode or maybe episode two after it, they were like, have you gone back to Bloodborne yet? And he was like, I've gone back to Bloodborne. Like, lads, I absolutely love it. <laughs> and he was like, sold on it. And I was like, I need to give this like mm-hmm. franchise, you know, whatever genre, a go now. I need to give it my actual all. Um, yeah, so I like picked Bloodborne up like through that and... Yeah, I just became absolutely obsessed with that genre. Like, I think the probably... Souls like has that, uh, like you were saying. I think a lot of people picked it up, uh, put it down, and then went mm. back to it because yeah, it, it does have that. that it's still what happened with me. Like, yeah, this it? is exactly what happened with me as well. Go on, that's, you, it's, you, you, you like, tell your I think I think I saw it through YouTube. Like one of my favorite yes. YouTubers at the time was playing. I was like, this game looks fucking awesome. Knights cast magic, all this stuff. I was like, I'm gonna pick it up. <laughs> Where did I get up to? I must have. <laughs> think I think it was. I think I got up to Ornstein and Smo, and oh, I like, got my ass fight. handed to me. Yep. So you got far. Time. You got pretty I'm gonna far. Gonna say that's that's good going to bounce off well, a game do, at that do, point. Do you want to know where I got to the first time I played it? I got up to the uh, what was what's the the Taurus demon, which is on the on the oh bridge. yeah, like like and before the dragon be, bridge. Yeah, before the dragon. I couldn't mm. beat him. I smashed my controller because I was an angry boy back then, and I didn't go back to it for months. I mean, and now I went, and then I went back, and as I said before, the rest is history. And now it's my favorite like series yeah, yeah. of all time. Yep. So I mean, I think a good example, like like those stories as well. I mean, mine was Dark Souls Two is the first one, and I remember playing the game, and it was like to do the first like couple of bosses like the the lonely giant and then the guy with the big red shield i can't remember his name sorry for souls fans um the last giant and the tr- dragon rider well, dragon rider dragon rider yeah so i did both of those and then i can i, I can like, see the dark souls wiki in the reflection of your glasses i didn't my, make sure uh, you know. yeah. <laughs> my save was like 34 hours and then i like mm. restarted it and then i did it in like two hours and i was like well that shows the difference between like your first time well, playing it we don't need and to speak like, yeah, let's let's not get yeah, Adam started on how many yeah, times he's Sekiro he's Blitzu Sekiro. Yeah, Sekiro, is Sekiro your favourite of the series? Yeah, Sekiro is my favourite, absolutely hands down. Well, it is we want to We've got to finish your favourite games first. Oh, sorry, <laughs> yeah, um, we've got sidetracked. Let's come back to me because I want to hear Adam talk about. Let's 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 talk about Sekiro first because it's in the same genre. Oh my god! Now this this is an episode you do realise. This no, is all I'm saying is, uh, we'll just leave Adam. Don't, to do I'll, I'll spiel off my three games really quick. I would say, uh, we'll, we'll loop back to mine then. I'll say Dishonored. Um, mm-hmm. Absolutely fell in love with that game. That that basically Shut cemented my arm. design philosophy of the way I want to play and make games. Uh, I'm not yes. shaving my armor. No. Show your arm so people know that you're a. There it is. See, he's for, a dishonored for audio fan. listeners only. <laughs> well, he's, he's got a tattoo of uh, oh, the yeah. mark of the outsider. I yeah, was going to make a joke there, but I thought I won't. So was I. I was, yeah. was going to go there, but I thought, yeah, I, I refused. We'll just, we'll just yeah. let people think about what they're doing. <laughs> he's got a tattoo of something. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think honestly, that was the game <laughs> cemented. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Um, I mean that's a, that's a, that's a fantastic game to have as one of your favorite ones. It's it's oh, like for real. It's 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 so good. For a lot of like I loved Oblivion and stuff like that. But for me, my favorite Bethesda game for a long time was New Vegas. I played that mm. game so mm. fucking much. Yeah. Like, yeah. Compared to, like I was like Fallout Three, this is cool. 
then I've played New Vegas, like, what the fuck are they doing with Fallout 3? Have you ever, have you ever watched um, H-Bomber Guy's video on that? No. He does, you know, I, I'm not normally one for this type of, like, YouTube shtick when it's like, this thing sucks and here's why. But he kind of, like, popularized that type of mm. video. And he does one called uh, Fallout 3 Sucks and This Is Why. And half of the video is literally him just being like, like I'm in New Vegas, is there? <laughs> like, <laughs> the, the, yeah. DLC, like, it has honestly got one of the of my all-time favourite DLCs of all time, which is Old World Blues. It's mm. fucking amazing. You got a fucking stealth suit that talks, you're fucking buying it. Yeah. yeah. Um, they, they, they just have, like, Obsidian are just full yeah. of, like, endless ideas for what can make cool... Like anecdotes in RPGs, man. Like they, they just know what. They're yeah, doing. I think that's what it is. Is like there's a lot of like. Sorry to interrupt, Adam. It's just like, it's not necessarily you playing and completing the game. It's the stories you tell yeah, when you it. finished it that you that's tell it. other people, and that is so much more important than it anything. Is. Like it's, anything yeah, it's else what in they lost in Fallout Four. Like Fallout Four to me is just an action game. It's not an RPG mm. game. Yeah, I, I, I don't recall a lot of that yeah. game, but I mean, I mean, I. I didn't play a lot of uh, the Outer Worlds. I played maybe twelve hours of it. Um, I never finished Outer Worlds. Yeah, me neither. I, 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 I finished it, but it was. I don't it's, know. It's, it was. It's I, re- felt I remember more of that than Fallout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For like, Obsidian, yeah, yeah, yeah. it felt like an Obsidian vertical slice. That's, even that's though perfect. obviously that's it, it was like obviously even yeah. though it was like ten to twelve hours long, mm. that to mm. me is their vertical slice. It's well, like it's, here's what yeah. we can do. Give that's us the it. budget for a sixty-four like, hour game. I remember the only time I was really proper vibing with that game was the I can't remember the name of the place when you go to like it's like a big marketplace like an asteroid or something. The hub house, the hub world place where you go. Uh, yeah, I can't I can't remember what it's called. Oh, what's it called? It's been a while is it called? I was, gonna say Had- Honestly, I was going to say Hadley's Hope. That's the bloody colony from Aliens, I think, isn't it? It's, <laughs> it's something serious. like that, or it's like... <laughs> but, it's like that, but that, that place is great. Shatterer or something. Yeah, and that was like, oh my God, like, this is... Maybe that, Ground- yeah, maybe uh, maybe Groundbreaker. Summit Breaker, I think. But that's when the game felt like, oh my God, this is what I wanted from this. Like, it's super dense. There's loads of, like, vendors and stuff, loads of little mini side quests, loads of characters I can bump into and do stuff for. And yeah, like, it's... I, I remember more of my time with that game than I do for the entire Fallout 4. And yeah. I can I can I, I can get friends who can vouch. When Fallout 4 launched, I was at uni and all I did was literally play Fallout 4 for the first like week or so. Like I, I think I put like sixty they, hours in it. That E3 the first presentation week. they did for that release was banging. Like I still remember that E3 presentation. Um, oh, I mean the, high, the the intro bit to Fallout 4, like the first couple of missions and all of that stuff is. I can't deny that. No, they give me a power armor. Fucking no, yeah, agree, but the power yeah, armor, yeah, the yeah. power armor doesn't make it. But now we're just doing. All I was going to say is that like, I'm just excited about Zenimax owning Bethesda and Obsidian now, so hopefully Obsidian can make a proper Fallout game again. That would be insane. Well, how cool is this? Both the games you've mentioned there are all under one umbrella now. Yeah. So you might find yourself... They're all in a, Xbox in, exclusive now. You might find yourself in a weird world where these, these studios like Arcane and Obsidian... I just like, lads, you want to get together and just like make sweetheart love and see what we like, can do? Like, what, level what does your game? Like, yeah, like what does that game? Babies. Yeah, like what does that game look like? I don't like, know. I think that's a that's a combination of like, that so many love. different things that I don't know if it's gonna work. That's my Fuck issue. Fuck knows if it will, but well, I mean, you know that's I mean? like, I wanted to try it. 
love to see the games industry as a whole is like I mean, there's lots of co-dev stuff on games and different companies helping different companies out, but like an actual yeah. game collab, like collab, you know, yeah, companies yeah. that do yeah, you, one you see so many times, right, where it's like devs from studios will make an indie studio and it'll say, from the devs of yes. blank. Yeah, what, what would be, can you imagine seeing a trailer and being like, this looks awesome, what's this? And it's like, this huge studio x this huge studio <laughs> and they're making like, something and you're like, like sma- it's what? like a smash reveal yeah, 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 yeah. I, i'd want it to be of like completely like you know like opposite ends of the spectrum like yeah, from, yeah, the yeah. Dev, from the devs have brought you pro evo 7 like, <laughs> and the guys who brought you yeah. gears of war and it's <laughs> nintendo like, and from software yeah there's like yeah. what the oh my how? god yes <laughs> like what, i, I that level of okay, how did this happen? I, I don't want to know. Just give me the game. Like, yeah, exactly. That's, 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 like that that's kind of well. that's kind of the feeling I got. Like the closest thing I've got to that recently is Elden Ring because it's like yes. from software and George R. R. Martin, yes. and I'm like, uh-huh. wow, these are two yeah. things that I They're love. Great worlds to collide, right? Yeah, give that you to me, that game, and I still haven't seen anything. You sure that game's a thing, Tom? I think we all just. I'm convinced. Oh, Elden Ring. I'm convinced now that Elden Ring is just a fever dream that I've managed to convince everyone that's real, and it's not actually real. It's just in my head. And then my last game is Sekiro, but we can talk about that in a Soulsborne episode. I think (laughs) think we're gonna have to. I feel like we're gonna have to because I think Adam. I think. That should be our episode to just lead the charge in it. I was going to say, we might as well not even be in there for this episode. He can just do it <laughs> by yeah, himself. For real, for real. Definitely um, do a Soulsborne one, because I, I can talk for yes. ages about Bloodborne. Yeah, yeah. What, what was your third we, one, Tom? Uh, this may be a, a, a bit of a weird one, uh, because I'm thinking about it, and since I played it and finished it last year, I would say Death Stranding is uh, another one for me. Nice. That game... That game hit me in ways I didn't think were possible. Uh, like, all right, question. Dead to interrupt, they quit. Did you cry at the end? <laughs> I did. I cried for 15 minutes straight. Right. Genuinely. And I never I saw couldn't... me attaching myself to any of yeah. the ludicrous like narrative the... that game was trying yeah. to put across. But I was hit like an absolute yeah. like, brick wall. I was like, why it's... am I crying? <laughs> you know what they say? Like, that you, You've got to give the players a journey to go mm. through. Mm. That game takes that and puts it literally because you've it, gone so far with these characters, and then the shit that happens at the end. Yeah, I'm, I, I mean, I don't want to spoil it, but I'm no. about to say no spoilers. I will play no it. Spoilers, no spoilers. Totally play it. Matt. It's great. It is. I haven't stopped thinking about it basically since I stopped playing that. That's why yeah. it's up there with me. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's unbelievable. Plus, Get plus the PC performances from. Yeah, yeah, you sent me the PC case. It looks cool. Uh, plus the performances from people like Norman Reedus and Mads Mikkelsen and um, oh who's yeah, it who plays who's it who plays uh, Die Hardman. Um, I can't remember his name right now. His name right now. No, me neither. Uh, I know you mean them. Sorry, sorry, mate. But well, I can't remember his name. <laughs> well, well, why um, but anyway, the 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 acting in that is absolutely phenom- phenomenal as well. And Bearing for me, mind, like it's the a design of, of it, I absolutely love. Yeah, like just about the actors there. Like, bear in mind that's a lot of like each of those actors like first game gigs, right? Yeah, yeah. And I think well, this is why the whoever cast them. I don't know whether it was Kojima himself or what. It probably was with Norman Reedus because I, th- I think it was stuff. for for all but of them. I think he was really. Um... I think it's it's a testament not only to the acting ability but also the direction because there's so many times where actors from films and TV do games and it goes badly and it's because terrible. they've never done it before. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. It's just, a completely different medium. You just, it's like you don't just do a scene a couple of times and then you get the take, right? You got Tommy Earl Jenkins. That's it. Tommy many, Earl Jenkins. Many different ways challenge. and different yeah. variations and stuff. So it's a completely different style of acting. But yeah, I, I mean, yeah. I think having not played it, I think Death Stranding is also a good showing to the next step that I'll use the term serious games can go and like prove yeah. how how high fidelity and super serious a, a, a game well, that's can like, be. That's like the really interesting thing about Death Stranding though because I feel like it has this perception of like, oh look at it, it's like it wants to be a film and don't get me wrong, like Kojima goes Kojima with it and he will just go, yeah. like, here's like a 20 minute cutscene. But at the same time, like the moment to moment gameplay of Death Stranding is so impressive that you can take the idea of like let's make hiking through Icelandic wilderness yeah. like that's the that's the call loop of the game yeah. and just having cargo and doing it it's like the fact he got so like I'm, don't get me wrong I know Sony are obviously going to be like Kojima what have you got for us but like the fact he got Sony on board with a triple A like multi hundred million dollar project and like yeah, the fact it exists is Death Stranding's biggest testament I think it's like. Oh my god, you got this working? Like, what the fuck? It is, it is one of the only games that, like, I didn't use the faster travel options in, unless mm. it was required for, like, because yeah. you get, like, zip lines later on and things like that. Oh, yeah. And I didn't oh, my want god. to use them There's because nothing... I wanted to experience yeah. the actual game. There and it is... is, like, it's that thing of, like, right, when you play a game and you're given a tutorial, like, here's how you walk and everything, and the minute it goes, here's how you sprint. I'm sprinting all the time, oh, all yes. the time, and th- in a, and in Death Stranding, I actively chose not to run anywhere because I <laughs> wanted to experience actual gameplay. I know, it, yeah, obviously, gameplay-wise, it knocks your stamina out, but I didn't want to do that anyway because I wanted to experience also, it for how. Also, whenever you have a beating like moment, yeah. they are generally terrifying. Oh <laughs> um, my I don't god! Want to. Like yeah. that, that I, I'm pretty sure it's like entirely authored so you can't actually avoid it i could be wrong so i apologize no, i have avoided but no no like i i mean in in general you can but there's one sequence yeah there's one sequence yeah, in, yeah, in yeah. the woods and i i don't think it lets you avoid it i could be wrong though but that sequence was just like oh my god like this is horrific yeah. i remember like, getting yeah. through it delivering the stuff i was like oh and now you need to go back and i was like are you actually serious and i was i spent 40 minutes it felt like building this network of like ladders and ropes just around yeah. this forest uh, like not going down there <laughs> yeah. we should do a death stranding episode we should totally yeah we're slowly uh eating up all of our time so it's jack's turn now have you done that else tom was that, I've was done that all my idea. Yeah. My, 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 mine sort of were Elder Scrolls as well. That was a joke. Oh, fair enough. Before. Oh, yeah, you did say, yeah, of course you did. Um, so, obviously, mine is Halo 1, 2, and 3. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, out of the way early, Jack is the biggest Halo family of all time. Yeah. Well, if if we be, do a Halo episode, not quite as much. Streaking at all. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, it's just going to be me. It's going to be me <laughs> shouting it's my Halo gonna, opinions It's going to be you trying to convince me as to why it's good. That would be as a great idea, though. has not played that would be any a great idea. We should do I've, that. We should play a four-player call of Halo 3. Really? Yeah. I've never played um, any of them. I've played. Yeah. I've not played any story. I've played multiple. I don't know. You like, and that's about it. And, and, and then there's people who are like, how Halo. can you call yourself a game designer if you've not played Halo? And I'm oh, like, that's, well, that's because I don't need to have... <laughs> I don't need to do that. <laughs> you don't need to play everything, obviously. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'd probably... So, 
I don't want to ever do a cop out and say just Halo as a franchise. I won't do that. Okay. But I I will put Halo One, and it pains me to put Halo One over Halo Three because Halo Three is just you'll never get a game of that complete as a package ever again. Like that's just that's just the truth. Like the fact that game had campaign four player, like you know you could play it in four player, full multiplayer suite, theater mode, like a level editor, and it all fit on a DVD in two thousand and seven is absolutely madness. So good. But so good. I will put Halo 1 over it because that's, that's the game that made me go, oh shit, video games. I want to make video games. Don't know how, but I want to make them. Um, so that, like the original, because it was just, it just proved that you could get a first-person shooter working on a console properly. Obviously, that was like, the big game to do that. And for me, it, you know, it, it really pushed um, the idea of, even though you've got a game space and it wasn't, you know, the biggest game in the world, but it felt way bigger than it actually was. And it did a lot of really cool, like, game design trickery stuff to be like, oh my god, this world feels huge. And it wasn't, a, a lot of levels were kind of repetitive in places, and they reuse a lot of geo and everything, but it, the game just felt huge, and you felt really small in this, like, huge universe. So I, I fell in love with that. Um, other than that, um, I'd probably put Half-Life 2 as my next one. Um, Similar, I, because of what I just said about Halo, just the idea of you feeling that you're a small player in this huge world. I've something about that, and that extends to my like love of certain movies as well. I really like the idea of there's a bigger universe going on. You're just seeing one yeah. part of it. Oh, um, I love, I love that shit. I don't want to be like I love, I love being the law master. Like, there's a point where it gets a bit too nitty gritty, but I love totally the fact agree. That stuff exists. Like yeah. being feeling embedded in an actual universe, even though I'm only playing. Like it could just be like a ten minute game, but if I yeah. feel like, oh, I'm actually if it's, if it's done the Bob, job and Bob yeah, in the exactly. bakery in this city in this country, like yeah, and that's what's really interesting about Half Life and Halo. Like you, it makes no it makes no mistake that you are like the hero of the story. Like you know, you got to do this, you got to do that to save it, but. Like especially Halo One, it pays so like the, even like the way the levels are built and the whole like okay like we're on this ancient ring, we don't know what it's about, and you go in these like you know structures, you, you, the huge you know metallic things, and you go down into them. And at the time, mainly because of hardware limitations, you're looking over these chasms, and they just felt like they just went on, and all and it was like oh my god, this is like terrifying. It just felt like ancient, and I feel like that's something else that Half Life Two did it. Half of Two is not remotely open world or anything of the sort, but it just feels bigger than it actually is. Like the play space, you're like now when I play it, I'm aware of the confines of the play space. But when you play that for the first time, is you know as, as a young teen, you're like, oh my god, like this game feels absolutely huge. Jack, um, you, know, you know I came on making something for Half Life Two, right? I know. It, Ra- it got Raven can- Home. Yeah, it got cancelled, really didn't it? Sad. Yeah, yeah it sucks because you know, um, a third one. <sighs> I don't know. That, that's that's a tough one for me. I I, I don't know where I'd. I, See, where it's I think back. I know which one's your third one. Oh yeah. Oh, it's Bioshock. It is up there. It is up Ooh. there. Oh, pretty much anything just from like the whole like. Oh, or Dead Space. Dead Space is banging. Is it obvious what kind of games Jack likes at this point? 
<laughs> pretty much, space. like the whole like Bioshock one. Mentions honorable series mentions. Yeah, like that's that's gonna that that'll end up being my full list of honorable mentions. Bioshock, like, honorable mentions. Pre- uh, that, pretty um, much anything that like carries the torch of like Looking Glass Studios. So anything that's remotely System Shocky or Thief like, like I'm in. Mm. Like mm. my two biggest anticipated games aren't anything really in AAA space. Like it's two studios, like two indie devs. Well, indie studios, I guess. Who are like taking that torch and just running with it? Um, what about Hood, Hood, Hood Outlaw Legends or whatever it is. That looks cool. Yeah, I'm hoping to see some cool stuff from that. Yeah, that looks awesome. Outlaws uh, Legends looks cool. Yeah. Um, Mech Unitute is working on it. Oh yeah, Jamie. Yeah, he's, like, he's like he's like the lead designer, isn't he? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Sick. Um, third one. I, yeah, I will. I will put Bioshock like mainly because that was my my real big time. I remember like sitting and fully immerse myself the in fucking... that like immersive sim genre and like really getting it for the first time because i like i like bounce off thief when i was really young like i used to have it on like cds on like our original computer um oh actually i've got my third this is game to me uh return at castle wolfenstein which is like the 2001 nice. um reimagining of wolfenstein because that was like that was like my first time playing a first person shooter on like our shitty pc back in the day when i was just like it was. It didn't run like shit. I didn't have to like get my uncle to do loads of crazy stuff to get it working. It was. It just kind of worked out the box. And I was like, oh my god, I'm playing Wolfenstein again. <laughs> um, after like being introduced to like the first person shooters through the original Wolfenstein, not Doom, like most people I think did. Everyone seems to have played Doom mm-hmm. as their like first uh, shooter game. But, like, first mine was all. Mine yeah. was always yeah. the original Wolfenstein. As much as I remember it- just. Definitely shouldn't have been my first shoot. Oh, for real? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that... I, I, did anyone play Doom when they were like, when they were over? Well, they were supposed the first to. Time? Well, yeah, when they were supposed it, to. Yeah. I don't think anyone did. I, think I was we were playing all, like, like GTA young. Three at like eight years old. Oh, <laughs> I got for in, real? I got in a lot of trouble with my parents for trying to hide a copy of GTA Vice City in another uh, PS2 case. <laughs> it was it was so taboo, wasn't it? It was crazy. Yeah, yeah, well, I was playing the first GTA. Or the second. Oh, the I had to show one. them. I was like, "Look, the only thing I do is do the flying cars cheat and fly around. That's all I do. <laughs> and I don't soon, do anything." Else. And as soon as they're out, he's at the strip club. He's samurai <laughs> like, oh, but, but then I'm also, I'm also like, "But listen to the radio. Look, it's all '80s songs." And they were, oh my oh, god, okay. I was talking about this the other day. How sick the radio was in Vice oh, City. Like, Vice City has San Andreas might stations. top it just because San Andreas' radio channels were. Let's be like somewhere else, but like, the Vice City one was so good, though. Like, it, it oh, so good. I mean, that's when it's gonna be. Um, we, we were gonna do an episode, or we might still do an episode on like influential games. Grand Theft Auto has got to be like, oh, yeah, yeah I mean, that's like one, of, one of the, the most. I think, yeah, I also think now, you know, we feel updated, we could, though. No. That's what I mean. I feel like we could talk about Rockstar quite a lot. Um, because I know yeah. we there's a lot of differing opinions in here, even like Red Dead 2, like. I know okay. Adam's I mean, really, really not a big fan. Honest, and my favorite Rockstar game was LA Noir. Like, mm. oh, LA Noir's so good. I like LA Noir, Noir. is. <laughs> Can you tell me? Appreciated, but like, <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, <laughs> that, that stuff was a meme, but in my, the technology that went into that was crazy. I was crazy. thinking about to defend it, it as well. I was yeah, so, no, yeah. I lost it. Like, 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 like he's got. It looks, like, it looks hilarious. Heated right near the end here. Some of the actual facial, like the facial in that game, was like. Groundbreaking like, for a lot of games like at the time, but like you, you can't like it's heritage. It looks hilarious all. now. It does. It does look hilarious now. I give it that. But yeah, I mean, I'll round us off a bit before we uh, 
just start raging. We could we could have um, got into a whole other thing there. Uh, I, I feel, all, I feel got, like all this all this podcast has been is us just going, and that's another time when we're prepared. <laughs> we've got our like yeah, our yeah. factoid sheets ready to go. Like, yeah, but did you, you know? This is how you hook people in. So all you, if anyone is, if anyone is still watching, then well done, you've you made know, it. To the it's end. not just that. It's like because I feel like we could just speak for hours on each fucking topic. Yeah, like, yeah. And we don't, yeah. we don't want to just sit here and just constantly. Hour, or episode one to be fucking right twenty-four now. hours. That's it. Yeah, that's, that's, it. that's a good segue anyway into the sort of rounding off. Um, I think it's good. We got a good. I don't think we were too nostalgia focused on our favorite games, which is good. Um, mm. But yeah, I mean, this is this has been. I'm not doing the outro. This is rules of play, and this is kind of what we're going to be doing for a while now. Hopefully, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm hoping we can go in a bit more of like a deep dive as we've kind of. Yeah. Had to, I had to stop myself going uh, down, but yeah, I feel like we we are going to be going on a lot of deep dives of our favorite games, and maybe even yeah. some of our games, kind of what Tom was alluding to before, of games we never really touched, um, mm-hmm. or even more interesting, um, if we go down the avenue of games we actually don't like or we bounced off um yeah definitely and try and try and revisit them through like the more like game dev eyes now and see if our opinions have changed over the years and what that's definitely so i mean you know as we've teased all of this stuff we're we're very ready to talk about all everything and you know Mm. we we want to do a lot of design focus as we're four designers but you know we want to show another part of uh the game dev as a whole and game development as a whole you know we we feel like uh Hopefully we can bring you guys into it as much as in a way as well. Yeah, totally. Cool. Cool. Well, then right. uh, that's pretty good. Should well, we do an outro? I said I wasn't doing the outro. <laughs> sounds like the outro. Yeah. I'll do the outro then. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you very much, everybody, for listening and or watching. Uh, we have been Rules of Play, and uh, that's it. Goodbye. <laughs> See you on the next one. See you, guys. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. Bye. 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 Thank you.